Uh, speaking of 2018, <clears throat> we made, I think, uh, 16K. The revenue was around 16. Um, and, uh, and this is uh, 16K annually or monthly? And that was that was the first annual, right? So imagine yeah. bootstrap and then 2018, just, just gonna go ahead and, you know, um, make things happen with Bruce Timmer as well. 2019, 100, you know, but- Oh, that's a big jump. Welcome to another episode of Taking You to the Top. In this podcast, Rami spends time speaking with founders and CEOs from across the globe and asks them specific questions to learn exactly how they built and launched their businesses. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn. Are you ready to take it to the top? All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 73 of Taking You to the Top. My guest today is Hissam Jafari. He's the founder and CEO of Boonoop. Hissam, thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much, Rami, for having me. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a great time listening to this podcast. Uh, it's my absolute pleasure to be here. I'm, I'm honored and I'm excited to talk to you more about um, what we are doing and what's going on. Perfect. So, uh, Hissam, to get us started, if you could uh, share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Thanks. Yeah. So, uh, most people, because uh, most people don't know that I have almost um, three masters, not almost, but three masters. And that's because we have been throwing, we've been to, uh, to many um, events, usually okay. parties past two or three years. So that that will shock them. What? Like, you're not throwing parties. You're not the party planner. You're, you have three masters. And in different, <laughs> different areas, like engineering and business as well. Is that three masters? Three masters, yes. <laughs> so one wasn't enough. You had to do another two. <laughs> so, <laughs> that, that you asking. That's, a, that's an interesting question. So um, I, one thing is that I love learning. Another thing is that my journey of life was a bit um, a bit different than normal because I come from uh, Middle East, I come from Iran, and I came here to the United States as a researcher. Okay. I was studying material science and I came as a researcher. Then I, um, because, you know, I, I like the field of a study and also I like the U.S. And so I started studying mechanical engineering. And then my story goes back how and what happened um, that I also started this company. And because I need to know more, then I went ahead. Um, okay. So you did mechanical enough. engineering and what, what was the other two? Material science. So first was material science in a master's, and then I got mechanical engineering in another master's. Then I got business. And this business was, uh, you know, out of necessity, really out of necessity, because I didn't know much about business, and I was going to start a business. Okay. So, I mean, talking about your background, could you tell us a bit yeah. about your background and what you did before to. you started Bunu? Yes, I would love to. So... Um, again, as so, it's going to go with the same uh, kind of beginning of the last question. Uh, I was I was a mechanical engineer before studying Bonoop, and I was studying literally. I was studying, and my path was different. My path, I was looking at studying 
you know, a, you know, a business that will combine mechanical engineering, material science, and internet to help people maybe create something creating uh, 3D printers because that's a, that's a hot that's a hot topic. So that's right. the, the way I started when I was 18. I was I started as a, a metallurgist, so material science, mm -hmm. and then I got a master's in material science again. I got then I got invited to US to do some research on carbon fibers and 3D woven, woven, woven carbon fibers. These fibers are strong, these carbon fibers are strong enough and lightweight enough to be used in cars. And my field of um, passion was uh, turbine blades, uh, wind turbine blades, as okay. well, green energy, green energy. I like to use my background in um, really useful, useful tools. So that was then I got my, my master's in mechanical engineering I was a, uh, I was a, uh, after studying mechanical engineering, I started to work in a car company. So basically Continental Contitech is the car company that, it, they create parts for famous car companies that you know, like uh -huh. Tesla, BMW, Ford. They okay. create these parts like hose or different parts and they ship mm -hmm. it to them. So I started, I started working over there and, and that's where, I got the idea of the company, completely relevant, but at the sh at the you know, bird's eye view was not relevant to what I'm doing right now. But I'm excited that I just started this journey because uh, I saw the use case. I saw the use case and I saw the proof of concept right from there. And that's when I believed that um, this concept will work. I wanted to make more of it for the people. I would like to talk to you more about what you're doing. Absolutely. So I guess... Sorry, please. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so uh, basically, um, so talking about all materials, mechanical engineering, all these things, I will, be sh I will be shocking you if I tell you that my company actually is in the field of happiness. So we are trying to make, make, make the world happier. And okay. by, by, by making the world happy, what I mean is making each individual happier because, you know, if we start making each individual happier, then... We have a happier world. One by one, we make them happier. Um, then we have a happier world. And how the story of what happened in the car company that made me to start this company is mm -hmm. that uh, I was a I was um, responsible for creating robots, maintaining, okay. maintaining, creating, programming the robots that these assemblers people used to make and assemble the parts. Like okay. hoses to to ship, to ship. The problem was uh, some of these companies that they're receiving these um, parts were unsatisfied because you know the assemblers were not very accurate in assembling these parts. So I had to install vision systems and create better code. And but in some point, what I did is also was very is, is was a very kind of ex, a small experiment. Um, and my boss was very nice to help to, to enable me doing these things. So I went on a shopping floor. What I did, I added a smiley face with uh, 60 different positive messages for these assemblers to see whenever they complete a part. Okay. So they saw um, in, I did that on Monday, on a Friday, I put that program on a Friday on a robot, those robots. 
50, mm-hmm. 60 robots. And usually on a floor shop of a company, a production company, it's very dark. It's very dark. It was very sad. And people don't uh, usually socialize. People are not happy because they use, they repeat the same task over and over again. So sure. I put the, thank you. Yeah, I put the, uh, the program on Friday and it came back Monday. And with my complete shock, I'm seeing these people laughing. I'm seeing these people laughing. They're seeing the talking and loud, out loud laughing and they're enjoying and asking who did this thing to this uh, robots and they felt very happy. And when, so when I saw that a positive message with a smiley face could make these people um, that completely were kind of a down and depressed uh, to that level of excitement, I couldn't measure how much was that level of excitement. I couldn't measure, but I saw it with my own eyes. You know, we don't have KPIs now. Oh, in the company, people become happy. You don't have those KPIs in the short term now. So I couldn't measure that, but I saw a lot of people happy. So when I saw that, I, I believe that this is, this is my mission and I need to make more of these. Now everyone in the world has mobile phones. What if, if I create an app that helps people become happier by showing positive messages? So that was the beginning of my journey, but I had to learn about learn a lot about the science of happiness and positive psychology. And I learned that scientists already are measuring type of um, happiness okay. around the world based on location, ethnicity, gender. Yeah, and now so I guess uh, that that's going to lead me to what does Bunub do specifically, and actually, what does Bunub mean? As a word. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. So, Bunuk means uh, boon and noob. So, it's okay. consists of two English words or English. Boon means beneficial or grateful or, um, you know, helpful. And mm-hmm. noob means newbie. Right. So, basically, these two words are opposite of each other, almost opposite of each other. And that's the meaning of it. And the purpose of it to enable people to um, become happier. And, and um, to be able to, I will explain more how, how uh, Bunu works and how to sure. do is that we have, from that moment that I saw that uh, beginning of a journey, um, we have this past few years, we have had many experiments and actual experiment, you know, life lesson experiment and learn to how mix positive psychology, which is science of happiness, into the technology, you know, and um, what basically um, need to happen is that those, those positive messages that I, that I explained was part of positive uh, ha- science of happiness, as I learned and discovered later, is that in the science of happiness, uh, um, there are, they say there are different models of it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but scientifically is a 20 something years old science. Uh, in psychology, so I'm very glad that they're, they're doing it and helping us and helping the world. It's very awesome. But one of the prominent model is uh, it's called um, PERMA uh, from Martin Seligman. I mm-hmm. reward it. I reward it as a remap. So it's PERMA. My reward as a remap, and basically it says relationships and engagement, meaning, accomplishment, and positive emotions. So relationship means, uh, for example how many people you're uh, trusting, how many people are close friends to you that in a time of hardship, they can come help you out. And the quality of friendship matters, not quantity. 
Uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain and just touch upon something here that is relate, related to what we're doing right now is that social media, usually you go on Instagram or different social media, you have a lot of followers, but that in sense of happiness, that doesn't really help you in, in that relationship sense. Sure. Then you have engagement and engagement means how, how much you love what you do. You know? Sometimes you're doing something that you forget about time. You know? You're starting in the morning and it's night. You know, and sometimes you're doing something so boring. So, and you don't, you just look at your watch. So, the more you engage in what you're doing, the more happier you become. Meaning, meaning uh, that means that if you have purpose in life, daily life, weekly, monthly, or yearly, the more purpose and meaning and goals you have in life, the more happier, resilient, and accomplished you become. And then the, the, the next one is accomplishment. So, the more you accomplish, the more you do things the more you're not procrastinating, the more you do things, you become happier. And the last one is positive emotions, means how much you feel positive, gratitude, uh, feeling of love, awe, inspiration, how many times and how intense you feel these things. So we have put this science inside the technology and that's why we needed to create a social network. So basically, Bunub is a social network that enables people to feel these things that I talked about that create nice relationship, engage in what they like to do, um, have meaning, accomplish more and be positive. It's a network for doers. It's a network for people who want to accomplish more in contrast to network of you know, followers, network of just broadcasting. It's a social network for people to think about their future, what they want to do, go become active go up, become active outside, online, become healthier, become more accomplished and help each other. So that is the, that's how science of happiness shows itself in the society and in the technology. That's what we are trying to bring uh, from Bunub to society and the, the economy as well. So we are helping to be, make people happier individually by making, more, making them more active. Okay, so um, what's the persona of your average user? Are they, okay, what right. I'm trying to get at is, is it somebody who is currently employed and he needs more sort of, you know, motivation, happiness to get through the day, or is it someone looking for a job? Uh, it may not make a huge difference, but I see a difference there. Right, right. I think, thank you for asking. I think I would say uh, everyone. It's a broad. It's a broad uh, profile. Everyone, but let me break it down. What I mean of everyone is that uh, lifestyle. We are talking about lifestyle, and this lifestyle becomes an activity. And through that activity, not only people that person can do more, or you know, connect with more people, and you know, have more engaged and achieve uh, from the perspective of you know, creating a resume, but also in some sense, also in some cases, also people would be able to, as I said, make money as well, earn money as well. So that's a save money, make money. People are going to have wallets. So, and also uh, they can become active. So I would say, you know, every social network needs to start from somewhere. You know, it starts from a niche. Uh, if you're talking about that niche, I would say we, we would, um, right now, that niche is people who are uh, participant in activities. And the activities could be, you know, going out and doing things. 
going hiking, biking, do these different things and some helping activities. So, you know, right now, an age range of um, 21 to 35, that's the type of uh, people might start using the, the platform, start using and enjoying the platform. And uh, slowly we can reach out to more people with different age range, age groups and different needs. And that needs, I think, more iteration as we're going forward um, with okay. the app. And Did you answer your question? Yes, yes. And uh, Nice. Thank you. What I'm trying to get at here is, is there any sort of a fee or subscription model attached right. to this platform currently? Right. Um, some yes, some no to that answer is that you know to create a revenue model uh, is it's a process it's like creating a code for a computer it never ends you just add or modify this revenue model we already have a nice understanding of how the company how the app will work and make money and that's what i want to also touch upon you see what i want to touch upon and uh I want to be critical of these big companies is that like social media companies is that the revenue model, their revenue model is flawed. As I'm going to compare that to what you're creating as a revenue model as well. I hope it's not uh, very aggressive, but look, we have something called this past few months, we have something called a, v, a movie has come out called social dilemma. And this mm -hmm. movie talks about how these big companies of social media have they're manipulating people's data and notification and algorithm to bring back people to their platform. Okay, I understand that. But the question is why they want you back on their platform. And the answer is simple. They want to sell you ads. So they use all these algorithms or they use all these tricks, notification, everything to bring you back the audience uh, to the platform to sell them ads. And that's how their business model works. Facebook owns 80% of online ad spending in the whole world. So that is the first of all, they have made it a, made it a competitive you know, space and that are eating all the ad space in the industry. Plus it's not, I don't, I think everything should be in balance. Too much of it using all the data of credit card of people, how they do, how they consume it. That, I don't think so. That's a very good business model, and that has made people and uh, sad. And that's that's so that's related to the financial model that I've created. In contrast, what you're trying to create, what you're creating, is a company that their revenue model is not too much dependent on ad, not reduced ad, but as much as we can. And if you want to add, we. Like bring people the things that they need, the tools that they need to accomplish things, you know, things that make them happy, not necessarily just, just go scrolling up and down and just see some ads. So that's the, and also I want to add that how we, what happens, how we make money is that uh, we make money through people become more active. People become more active and these activities can come in different forms, going out, doing these things, going out, helping someone, going out, do all this thing online or in person. And going out, doing these different activities, we call them activities, leisure activities, sport activities, volunteer donation activities, service activities, all these activities that people do, the more they do, because we're gonna sit in between these transactions of money, we're gonna charge a smaller fee. So what it basically means is that the more people become active, 
the happier they become. The more people become more active, the more money we make. So basically our business model works like this, that the more happier people become, the more money we make, simply as that. So that's why we're gonna push for more such activity that enables people to become healthier and go ahead and do more things. And later on, we can also add, I would like to add subscription as well. That again, comes back to the uh, revenue model. If for example, Facebook had a maybe subscription that's gonna put, some people don't want to see ads. I just want to pay this amount of money. No, I don't want to see ads or this amount of uh, money monthly. I'm going to have this one, two, three, four, five, six benefits. I think LinkedIn has such a um, model. So I'm very I'm excited to bring these options to people. Although to be fair, at the moment, I, I don't quite understand yet how you make money. So you're saying when people do more activities, That's you good. make more money? But That's where, cool. where, or what are you charging them for? Um, to have, <clears throat> to have a smaller fee for the activity, to enable them to do things. For example, in order to do those activities, for example, let's say an online meeting, you need to have a, you need to have a platform, and also you need to have a scheduling calendar, right? Imagine. Right now, what we're doing is bringing all these three or four or five platforms together, giving it for free. Uh, for the free uh, activities, things that people can do. But um, when the activity is paid, when someone is asking for money, hey, pay me uh, 50 bucks, pay me 20 bucks, let's say for this uh, education class or this, uh, you know, the service, they're asking for money. We're going we're gonna to charge a small fee in between for that transaction of money and that's gonna that that fees that's how we make money most of the money and listing okay. as well like events, events as well like listing the events so that's gonna come with eventbrite i don't want to expand it too much but that's gonna for eventbrite eventbrite's fees are uh, too high as well plus they don't have community as well but we're gonna bring community and people can also uh, sell tickets uh, for for the small events and big events we call them activities we call all these things activities but the fee is going to be much lower than uh, Eventbrite as well. Okay. So that's Got it. how we, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, what year did you launch the company? I launched the company 2016. Let's 2016. come to 2016. Yes. Okay. And uh, the company size today, what does it look like? That's a uh, nice question. It's right now is about 15 people and more 15. people joining. Uh, mm -hmm. Yes, 15, and we have outsourced as well, but um, I'm very excited about how the company has been growing and we grew explosively in the pandemic, actually. Uh, to, before the pandemic, we were two people, uh, now in one year, almost one year, less than one year, we are 15. In some point, we were 30, we had so much interns in the company, but interns, right. didn't, interns did not have so much skills, so we had to train them a lot. But right now, I'm glad, I'm very happy that in a company, we had people... We have very experienced people. We have people from Coca-Cola, EEs, we have PhDs of marketing and nonprofits, very high, highly skilled people, twice my age. I'm very excited to learn from them and they are hands-on and make things happen. Very excited about that. And are, are most of your team members remote currently or do you have uh, an like a headquarters, an office? Yes. Uh, so uh, most of the people are... Uh, remote 90 percent 
remote. I, me and my co-founder, we're just roommates. So that's the only part. Or sometimes we also, uh, with other teammates that they live in San Francisco, I live in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Um, some other teammate, one of the other teammates who live close by, we meet as okay. well on a weekend. But mostly everyone is working remote. And I think that also has brought expenses down too for almost any every company uh, working sure. remote. Absolutely. Okay, Hissam, let's take yeah. a quick uh, break to thank our first sponsor. Then we'll jump right into the economics. Awesome. Thank you so much. Our first sponsor is a company called TopTal. They have a global network to top talent in business, design, and technology that enables companies to scale their teams on demand. TopTal serves thousands of clients, including Fortune 500 companies and innovative startups, delivering expertise and world-class solutions at an unparalleled success rate. With elite freelancers in over 100 countries, TopTal connects a top 3% screen list of the world's top talent with leading companies in days, not weeks. Visit toptal.takingyoutothetop.io. That's T-O-P-T-A-L dot takingyoutothetop.io and get an 80-hour no-risk trial period so you only have to pay if you're satisfied with the work. Get started hiring with TopTal today. All right, Hissam, um, to jump into the economics briefly, is the uh, company bootstrapped or have you raised any capital? Um, Rami, thank you. Um, so it's bootstrapped. The company is bootstrapped. Um, I started since 16 and as I said, it has been an experiment and, and evolving. Evolving this concept is a new completely concept. It's a very shocking concept. So going forward, I boost bootstrap it until uh, almost a month ago, and uh, coming forward with experiments upon experiments and how really in the society how people become happier. But right now, uh, we are uh, we, I'm ready. We are ready to um, multiply, and we are ready to give this product into people's hand uh, mm-hmm. because we are done with trials. We want to have this product be made and ready and have a robust uh, product in next few months. So right now I'm going through fundraising for the first time. Well, before we discuss the fundraising, um, would you mind telling us how much you put into the company in the beginning? Yeah, so it's been uh, every year, <clears throat> it's been different amounts and I've almost worked full time this past years other than my studies. Uh, so that's the forgotten time. And uh, regarding the money, almost um, the the past four years, I think about fifty to sixty thousand. Okay, and th- and this money was from your full time position as well. Yes. So we had I had part time position next to this. Uh, I, w- I was working in the company full time mostly, but I had part time position as well. So. I would make money and or I had savings. I would put, I would put um, money in the company going okay. forward. Got it. And now you're currently going through a raise. Uh, how That's are you fair. actually, is it a crowdfunding type raise or is it VC funding? It's crowdfunding. I don't okay. have anything against VCs, but it's crowdfunding. Well, I want to take pride. 
<clears throat> I want to take pride and uh, break some conventions here because, because I want someone to come five years from now, 10 years from now and replicate us, replicate Bunu. You know, so right now, because we are learning from Facebook, we are learning from social media, Hassan Jafari has come and say, I want to make it better social networks, okay? I want someone to come next five, 10 years, say, I want to make it better, Bono. And that's why, <clears throat> that's why I want to create a, a social network that is socially funded, a social web for social good, that is socially funded, that people is behind it, people love it, people fund it. And that's why I've, I've taken a, a crowdfunding route and I want to take the angel route rather than just have a, you know, a VC route. I love VCs, as I said, I don't have anything against VCs. It's a different a structure, uh, but kind of a- No, I no, I, I, make that I completely point. understand. I mean, and it makes right. perfect sense. And uh, so, so how much are you trying to raise at the moment? At this moment, uh, because that, as you know, as, as we explained as well, the costs are lower and you know, regarding office space and people and different things. So at this moment, something like 250 will, will do, me, do us a lot, do us uh, a big, biggest steps because the truth is what our company is that our team can appreciate every dollar. Our team do magic with every dollar. Not, not that because it's our team, because I've seen it this past few years. We have done um, very, very biggest stuff with very, very, Less amount, so uh, an amount of 250 that might come in the portions of let's say 50k or 100k from crowdfunding and 100 200k from angels that I'm talking to would do us a lot. And then I will I will go ahead and have another uh, rounds maybe later this year or next year. Okay. And um, are you currently generating any revenue, or uh, that wasn't so clear yet? If this was if you have your paywall up yet or not? Of course, of course. We have been generating revenue since 2018. Okay. So the good fantastic. thing is that, yes, and, and that, and, and speaking of proof of concept, speaking of the company making money, is we've been making money in 2018. And that's how, how also we bootstrap. We put some money and we have started making money in 18 and 19. We had a big, big jump. Um, basically, we were doing small events because mm -hmm. we talked about activities, right? You, in order to start an engine, you do you rotate the engine for, for it to start. I hope it's not very vague, it's engineering term. Um, but uh, we did a small events, a small events, a small events every weekend uh, in San Francisco, so in 2018. And by end of 2019, these small events blew up. And by, for example, 2019, we had a big, big event of thousands of people on a, a, a ship in San Francisco. So okay. through these events, we have made money. And then we have we also were able to show the concept is working, engagement, accomplishment, you know, relationships, and also learn that and put it in an app, what people need. Okay, we made money. People come, people go, not only make, make revenue, but also show, uh, see how people, what people need in an event, in an activity. We want to become do this and that and that. So that's how. Yeah. So Hissam, uh, get, getting back to the annual revenue right. question, um, could you possibly give us sort of a ballpark around where revenue was in 2018 versus today? Yes, um, thanks, of course. Um, as I said, we, we grew very fast 
these small events became huge and became famous in San Francisco. Uh, all those events are not our main thing. It's just a part of B2C. Part of B2C revenue we have, we have and also enabled us to learn and B2B and C2C is coming. So B2B is coming this month. It came last month and it's, it's going to come this year. And C2C is going to come next year regarding the revenue. So we're building this revenue model going forward. Uh, speaking of 2018, <clears throat> we made, I think, uh, 16K. The revenue was uh, around 16. Um, and, uh, and this is uh, 16K annually or monthly? And that was that was the first annual, right? So imagine okay. bootstrap and then 2018, just, just going to go ahead and, you know, um, make things happen with Bruce Summer as well. 2019, you know, but... Oh, that's a big jump. Yes, end of 2019, yeah. So that's 100. And for 2020, we all know what happened. So not mm -hmm. bad, but around, uh, yeah, lower than 100. I don't want to, <laughs> okay. to go... But yeah, because I think everyone went through the same thing. All the event companies, everything, everyone. Right, but right. What, what happened in 2020 uh, is that it pushed us to learn a lot. And I'm very thankful for that, that learning experience. And also it enabled us to invent. In, enables to invent. And everyone knows that the time of hardship is a time of, a time of war is a time of invention. And that's what, what we did. Invent, we invented a new virtual platform. Now we own in a space that before that we were going to this event places or event companies asking for a space offline, like in person. But now we have an online space that not only we can have our own event on it, but also we can rent it out to other party planners. And that's what that's the, one of the part of the B2B business that was created this past few months. And the ticketing system that also people can, other businesses can come and put their events on our platform okay. too so i'm glad, grateful for that i'm excited for the future going, going on going forward okay uh Thank Hissam, you. this next section is about validation and marketing mm -hmm. so right i think i understand the validation part which was on the actual factory floor but i'm more curious now how did you manage to get the first customers non-referred customers onto the platform Right. Um, I think that come that has come that non-referred customer that has come from you know fun. That has come from hey, this platform is fun and motivating, and they're doing something interesting. You know, they come together and do this thing, do this thing. They're creating something new, and um, you know, I think that has that curiosity not only has done for customers, but also for employees. Uh, most of the employees that also contact us is like, oh my God, I'm, I love to be part of this. I love sure. to be part of what you're doing. I'm excited. I've you know, done my project. I want to do this project for Bonu. And that's very exciting uh, to know. The technology definitely needs more improvement. As I said, in the next few months, our technology is going to be more robust. Because until now, we were just bootstrapping and just taking some... Um, you know, over here and there, create some technology, but it's going to be more powerful. And as I said, the marketing is more, mostly has been through the fun, through that what we are trying to do and helping people as well, helping people and fun of um, is motivating. Are you Plus, doing any the relationship? Are, people, people come for people. Um, are you doing any paid marketing at the moment? 
marketing we have our own marketing our own marketing team and we don't uh, on until now not much I have, we have not done a lot of paid marketing maybe a little bit here and there maybe put some money inside some posts social media posts which okay. has not brought us which has not brought us so uh, not uh, much result that's that's why I'm not very uh, for it so not not much of paid marketing but and we have shown that organically people are very motivated and uh, as i said again back to the fundraising if you have more funds it would be able to have very creative type of paid marketing going sure. on going forward and are you doing any specific uh, you know are you going after paid or free press in any specific that's a, that's way a, that's a nice question uh, press has a Press has um, contacted us many times. Uh, some of them have pay, uh, are paid, some are free. Uh, for example, our New Year's Eve uh, 2021 party, which created, created a virtual platform for the first time in the history. And we said, we're gonna have a worldwide party for the audience that they don't know. Yes, we did a worldwide party for 24 hours uh, from one part of the world to another part of the world. Everyone from the world, uh, New Zealand, Hawaii, um, Japan, China, Middle East, Europe, US, everyone signed up. Many thousands of people came to the event, the virtual event. So, and that brought us the attention of press. So press came to us and they uh, interviewed us and uh, broadcasted us on TV. So that was that was a kind of a free press that we had. There's there's some uh, there's some paid advertisement that contacted us for Forbes magazine for uh, different well-known magazine as well. I would be happy to talk to them too, but they're, they're asking for some money. So again, it goes back to uh, funding. If they have more funding, definitely. I would go talk to them because at the end, the truth is at the end, my mission, our mission, our vision is to make the world happier. And for me, uh, whatever it takes in a good route, in good sense, in a good faith, whatever it takes to make that happen, to bring that, ha- bring that happiness, bring that awareness to people that such a thing is possible and such a help is coming or, you know, some people are doing this, I'll do it. Um, just need some tools and connect to other people, I would imagine. Sure. So, I mean, I guess what I wanted to get out of the press question <laughs> is, is there any sort of like tips or strategies that you're using I see. to go about it? I mean, are you approaching journalists actively or are you mm-hmm. using any specific uh, PR websites, you know, something mm-hmm. like that, that we could possibly use on our own companies? Interesting, interesting. Uh, Rami, I don't have uh, the reason I don't have I don't have an answer because I have a CMO and I have a director of marketing and director of sales in the company. So they mm-hmm. what they do is usually they come to me, we're gonna send an email to press, press release. They said they talk about press release. Right, I don't okay. know how exactly they do it. I think they what I imagine is that they send an email to hundreds of these uh, press and they talk about what they're doing right now. Kind okay. of a thing. I don't have the answer right now. I'm sorry. No problem. And what do you think of podcasts as a customer acquisition channel? Have you been on many I, podcasts? I have not been to many podcasts. Uh, I believe it's a great idea. It's a great uh, channel. And again, thank you for having me on your podcast. Um, the, I tried with my friend. I tried. He came to me and said, let's just start a podcast every Friday. Let's release some thing. We did it for once or twice. It did not continue for some reason. He had some problems. I couldn't continue with him. Um, so, but uh, I was very excited about having a podcast. And also, uh, I had another podcast interview 
yes, uh, one week or two weeks ago. So I think it's a very, uh, very uh, interesting subject. So I would like to understand your your opinion too, but I think it's very interesting. Absolutely, I'll be happy to share that with you uh, after the podcast for sure. I would love to. Okay, uh, Hissam, let's take uh, another quick break to thank our second sponsor, then we'll wrap up. Thank you. Thank you. Our second sponsor is a company called Bluehost. If you have a business idea and simply want to put it out there, you'll need a domain name and a flexible WordPress site that needs to be hosted on a reliable server. Bluehost is your one-stop shop for all things web hosting. From design and marketing services to easy-to-use website builders, they are with you every step of the way. Thanks to their 24-7, 365 days a year live support, which you can get via chat, phone, and email. And any and all questions you have can be answered in no time at all. Bluehost offers unlimited disk space and bandwidth, an easy-to-use control panel, one-click WordPress installs, and more. Visit bluehost.takingyoutothetop.io today. That's B-L-U-E-H-O-S-T dot takingyoutothetop.io and get a free domain name for the first year. And you'll also get free SSL security certificate with any of their affordable hosting packages. Start your entrepreneurial journey with Bluehost today. Okay, Hissam, to wrap up, uh, what's one thing that you'd like my audience to take away from this interview? Thank you very much. Uh, I, would, I would say as a personal journey, because if I look at myself as a personal journey coming forward, I would say um, don't confine yourself. Don't confine, look, don't confine yourself and look around. Do the things that you like to do. Do the things that you like to do and the life will take you there. The passion the life that inside that inside motivation of you will take you there. You might take different routes. You might become like me, mechanical engineering and material science, and then end up being a CEO of a happiness company. So uh, be, let that passion, let that joy, let that passion, that belief guide you and never lose belief. So that's one thing. And also, also another thing I want, I want to say is that, uh, you know, go about the future. I start thinking about where the trend is going. For example, right now the trend is going toward a better planet, better people, and try to help people. Try to uh, go about doing things that will add value to people's lives. And I think if you follow your heart and try to help people and add value to people's lives, you will never fail. You will never fail and you will find your way to success. Absolutely. All right, are you ready for the Famous Five? I'm ready for Famous Five. All right, number one, what's your favorite business book? It's called Zero to One. It's by mm-hmm. Peter Thiel. It's very yep. great concept that uh, it goes how the ideas are created. All right, number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Yeah, Elon Musk. I've been studying him for, <laughs> for a few years already. <laughs> yeah. That's a common answer on this podcast. I know. I, okay. <laughs> I've, been about, I've been reading about him for the past three or four years, all his life. Sure. Pretty nice. Pretty nice. Interesting guy. Zero to hero, basically. All right. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for growing your business? 
I love LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. And the reason is I can connect with people very fast and in a very trusted manner. People answer and it's great connection. I love it. All right. Here's the dreaded question. What, what's something you wish you knew when you were 20? I wish that I wish I uh, knew that I was going to maybe do become this so I would be more patient I would imagine be more patient all right and the final question how many hours of sleep do you get every night depends but usually it's something between five to eight five to eight okay well Hissam, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. I hope that maybe we could have a follow-up call a year from now just to see what's happened with Bunu. Thank you very much, Rami. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast and to your audience because you're raising uh, crowdfunding, I would say. Uh, if you if you feel comfortable, if you'd like to study about our company, you can go to the best social network.com again mm-hmm. you can go to the best social network.com and study the company and if you like uh, also fund this movement this happiness movement great thank you so much Hissam. thank you so much rami thank you so much for having me and i wish everyone and you a beautiful rest of your day thank you as a valued listener of the taking you to the top podcast you're in good company It has also been said that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. That being said, by subscribing to this podcast, you'll spend your time with Rami and a collection of the world's brightest thinkers and founders. All you have to do now is to push the subscribe button on your favorite podcast listening platform, and you'll be consistently learning from the very best. Thanks for watching today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on any of the available podcast platforms so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. If you have an extra minute, leaving a review would help us grow.